Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, everybody? No, 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 no. This is Sushi for Dinner. You're talking to Sadria, and I'm one of the hosts of the Four Infinity Podcast. I'm starting it this time. All right. All right. That's how you feeling. All right. That's the vibe. And with me, I have Mr. Walking Saint, a.k.a. Brian. Shaboy! I thought I'd change it up, guys, for once. I started it. So go ahead. Keep the momentum flowing. I'm proud. Okay. So, guys, I know it's been a while. Nope, that's not enough. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Four Infinity <laughs> Podcast. Oh, Ladies and oh, gentlemen, no. we back. We back. Guys, try to jump right yeah, I into did. it. Come I on. was that's really not, trying to avoid all these dogs. That's not how you open it, man. That's not how you open this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we in the building for Infinity Podcast. We back. Unfortunately, we missed last Monday. Truly, truly sorry about that. But it's cool. We had some 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 uh, some an emergency, I guess you could call it. We had like a you know slight little family emergency that we had to Take make sure was you know taken care of, like you mentioned. And because of that, unfortunately, we were not able to record. We were not able to put anything out. However, people were definitely vocal. Uh, many people let us know that they missed us. Yeah. And I really fucked with that. I really appreciated that. You know, it lets us know that we're doing something right. And we just got to continue on the right path. But it's all good. We here. We back, baby. We back. Somebody did this. Y'all know what time it is. Feel me? I tried to avoid the dogs, guys. I really did. <laughs> yes, that. So what's going on? Talk to me. Talk to me. All what, right. What do the people need to hear from me and you, you and I? What do they need to hear from us this week? All right. This week. We giving game, people. What's going on? The topic is going to be long distance relationships and if they can work. Mm. Can they really work? Can they? In my opinion, of course they can work. Okay. I feel like it really depends. It honestly really depends. For the most part, I truly think if you're in a long-distance relationship, hey, man, you're probably going to fail. Believe that. What? I honestly think if wow. you're in a long-distance relationship, you're going to fail. Believe that. What? What? No. I think you have to really, you know, don't get me wrong. You have to really want it. You have to really want to be with that person to not physically be with them. Let me ask you a question. If somebody cheats during the long-distance relationship, is that a failure? Oh, yeah. Off rip, right? Yeah. Yes. What if, you know, person A cheats on person B, <laughs> but person B never finds out person A cheated? Guys, that's wrong. That's very wrong, right? That's so foul. Or even if person B cheated on person A, like vice versa. Even if that person never finds out, it's technically a failure. You got to own up to what you do. That's a fact. We tell our viewers to be honest. You have to be honest, guys. Yeah. You cheated, own up to it. They don't want to be with you, find somebody else. You obviously found someone else to spend more time with, right? So, so you'll find someone again. We bring up long-distance relationships. Well, you bring up long-distance long relationships, and I, I immediately get into cheating. 
But the reason I bring it up is because I also feel that way. If somebody cheats, the shit failed. You get what I'm trying to say? Oh, 100%. So in my head, most of these relationships or types of relationships are failures because I feel like somebody just gives in. Believe that. No, I think it's I think it's got to be 50%. You have to have faith in people. Yeah, babe. What's definitely. going on here? I mean, you want to get your shit off first or you want me to go first on this? I'm going first. All right, go ahead. All right. So, like I said, you have to really want this person. You have to really be in it. You have to give 100%. Full commitment, full everything. 125% if you can. You got to put that in overdrive. Hold up. Let's talk specifics. Cause I live in New York and you live in California. All right. But is this, did we meet? While you were already living in your city and I was living in my city, did we have some time in the game and gen- and then we just separated? Like, I need specifics because okay, I feel let's... like all this information is important and this is what I was going to get into. All right. So let's do two. Let's do one where we met uh, in a whole other city than the city that we... Let's say we met on vacation and you live in L.A. and I live in New York. But we, for some reason, were in Honduras together on vacation and fell in love, right? That'll be the first instant. And then we'll make the second one as we go. Bro, what are you talking about, man? What? (laughs) Nah, 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 I'm following. I'm following. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Don't make the people think I'm crazy. Nah, I follow. Go ahead. So the first scenario is essentially people that met like on, on vacation, vacation for in example. Honduras and no then, no in and then, Honduras and then after the vacation both parties go their separate ways yes alright get into it alright you live in LA and I live in New York alright I didn't prep for this but approximately like how many hours are we off here that's what I'm saying man the specifics matter look let me go first uh, Let me go no, first. No, no. Because I got ow, my ow, shit ow, locked ow. and loaded. I got my opinion ready. Bro. If it is a long-distance relationship from the start, meaning you met each other on, I don't know, Vacation Tinder, in Instagram, Honduras. social media. I, I, I was going more, you know, social media because oh, that's more relatable. Like... like Okay, Meeting somebody on vacation, that shit sound like a fairy tale. So let's keep yeah. it let's keep it a thousand. Guys, you've seen it on Lifetime. Don't right. pretend. We keep it at a thousand. It's much more likely that you're meeting somebody on social media, whether it's Tinder or any other dating app, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, right? Sliding in the DMs. Right? You kick it, and then next thing you know, one thing links to another. You start talking to one each other to one another. And day in and day out. In this type of specific situation, I feel as though it is a very high chance of this not working out, period. Um, and my, my specific reasons as to why, number one, depending on location, time zones is going to make it very, very hard to communicate. And in the beginning stages of any relationships, communication is extremely important. And it's only further down the line, once you have some time put in with each other, that you might be able to not necessarily communicate, you know, as frequent and everything still be 100% okay. But in the beginning, communication is so crucial. So because of time zone, time zone differences, that could make that extremely hard for a couple. Um, aside from that, though, 
just being apart from each other. Um, you know, FaceTime, we live in the 21st century, so the fact that we have video calls is dope. Yeah. But, like, we live in such a now, 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 now society. Like, we need instant gratification. We need instant satisfaction that it honestly would be extremely hard to maintain. So I really salute the people way back, you know, during, during uh, times of war who had to, you know, say goodbye to their husbands and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of people would go to war. They wouldn't know where their, their partner would be at. They would be, you know, somewhere overseas. And, you know, those people would still hold it down. But I feel like in this day and age, our attention span is so short and we just seek instant validation in so many different aspects of our lives that it's hard not to think that that same type of validation that we want instantly doesn't leak over to the relationship side of things. So I feel like for people that are having a long-distance relationship who began it long-distance, it's only going to be so much before you get tired of that person. Like, if you're not making a move and, and, and you're not taking an initiative to go visit that person or that person come visit you, that way you could build you know, some sort of camaraderie in person. If you don't do that, I feel like after a certain amount of time, that that spark, you know, that that fire in a bottle is just going to escape and you're going to lose them. But, you know, sometimes it's not necessarily because you did anything wrong or that person did anything wrong. I just feel like because of the way we are and how fast everything moves and how it's quickly on to the next that it just makes long-distance relationships so, so, so much more difficult in this day and age where we live now compared to, you know, in the 2000s or prior, 1990s, 80s, etc. You know what I'm saying? So I'll let you give me your input on that first before we move on to any other scenarios. Okay, well, for the most part, there are some things that I can agree on that you said, um, but... I really don't think you're giving the people credit. You're not, you're not giving the people a chance. So the first thing that we mentioned was, was the scenario that I gave you that I live in New York and you live in California. California is only a three-hour difference. It is 9.08 right now, and it's 6.08 over there. So mm-hmm. specifically for the time frame that I and where I placed us, we're only three hours different. So I yeah. feel like, A, that's already a plus. Three hours is not that big a deal. And the way you mentioned, you know, uh, FaceTime, right? We have FaceTime now. Like you mentioned, we have Skype. These are all things that really do enhance the long-term relationship. Like you said, back in the day, you know, people used to wait and they used to be persistent But now we have all these things that make it even easier to be with that loved one. So if the people back then could do it without even being able to see them and only have conversation over the phone, I feel like now with FaceTime and Skype and stuff, you can, this facilitates you being able to see that person, even if it's virtual and it's not technically like a real physical thing. And I feel like we have to, you know, give that, some thought 
Yeah. yeah. You're right. I believe that, you know, right now it's a really fast-paced environment and you're always on the go and you do people do want instant gratification. But there are other, you know, that's not everybody. Some people are willing to wait for that special person. It really all depends on that spark that we had in Honduras while we were on vacation. Or, you know, just in general, if we did start talking through DM, like it's it's that spark that we started having when we were talking through DM or when we started talking on the phone. As long as you can kind of like keep that running, I feel like you can most definitely be successful in a long-term relationship. Yeah. You know, aside from that, you can still do little things from afar. Like, for, you know, let me give you a small example. Valentine's Day. Even though you're in California, you can still do little things, even if I'm in New York. You could have sent flowers through myflowers.com or whatever it is. 1-800-Flowers. And I could have gotten them while I was at work. And right there, that shows me, A, that you're consistent, and B, that you cared to, you know, for me to have something on Valentine's Day to remember you by. Not only that I'm going to FaceTime you tonight at 8 p.m., the time that we've, you know, decided is good for us, or 8 p.m. here and, well, 9 p.m. here and, like, 6 p.m. over there. So... All right, so in regards to the time zone thing, you know, like I mentioned, it really depends where both parties are because that is a, that is a real threat to long distance relationships. If you're on one side of one side of the world and then the other person is on the other side of the world, absolutely like, essential. Like China, like, the time right now is uh, ten eleven a.m. Yeah, so that's that? so. Although yeah, nine eleven p.m. So don't get me wrong, you can still communicate. It's just you know, not the same. Someone here communicating with someone over there, here being night, over there being you know early in the morning. It could work. It could not. It could not. You know, because at this time that person is probably working their nine to five or something like that. So who knows, right? But the point is, time zone difference is a significant threat. Agreed. I would have to agree on that. Time zone difference is significant threat. Cool. Yeah. We agree on that. Now, for for the point that you brought up as far as like, oh, if, you know, people in the earlier years were able to make it happen, you know, there's no reason why, you know, long distance relationships now can't happen, especially with the technology that we have which can supplement it. Absolutely. And I totally agree that it definitely makes things easier. However, it's almost like a double-edged sword because as, as, as easy as it's made things, it's also made things more difficult because like I mentioned, you know, our attention span with different things, with music, with media, with people, it's due to the same technology that is obviously making it easier for us to communicate with loved ones who live somewhere else. But take music, for example. Your favorite artist comes out with a new album and after a month, you're almost through with it, right? Like your next favorite artist dropped another album and you're just on to the next. Like 
you're on to the next best next best thing and you want that person to already supply you with new music you know what i mean even though like a month ago they just gave you a whole body of work or with media there's new shows coming out like netflix will drop the whole season of a show you'll binge watch it in two days and then immediately we have that innate feeling of man i need this now like Screw the year. Like, I need this in six months or I need this, you know, I need this soon, right? So I feel I feel like all those same things apply to a long-distance relationship, especially if there's no physical connection. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just establish this relationship through your computer screen or through your mobile screen and there's no physical connection there to, like, have bounded you before, it makes things very, very difficult. So I'm not saying it's not possible. I absolutely think it is possible. But it's just very unlikely. Like I mentioned in the start of this thing, it would just be very hard for someone not to do anything. Especially because people in this day and age be wilding in regular relationships. So in a long-distance relationships where... You able to move how you move and you got your phone and access to a whole fucking app's worth of other people that you can talk to. Like, it would be very, very, very unlikely. So in my head, in this specific scenario of meeting someone on a vacation, on a business trip, on whatever, right? Meeting someone either in person and then going separate ways or meeting someone directly just on social media, it is extremely unlikely. Yeah. I personally believe that there are still people who cherish this kind of stuff. Like, for example, you connected this long-distance relationship and our instant gratification to music. And you used the example of people who give you an album and then... You know, like a, a, month, a month later, later you're later, done. You're yeah, fully you're over. To the next, right. Yeah. Okay. But then there are other people, right, that can hear Rihanna. We know it's been a while. We've been waiting. We're waiting for her to drop that album. Yeah. She hasn't made music Troll. in a long time. Troll. And there are people that still cherish the albums that she's already done because they know the worth, right? We know the worth of what she's given us. And we are faithfully waiting for her to give us another album. Not everybody needs this instant gratification that you speak of. Yes, there are many, but there are also many that can wait. There's, you know, there's two different types of people. The people that want instant gratification and the people that, you know, know that something real and special is sometimes worth the wait. Yeah. That's why some of these faithful believers are waiting for Rihanna to let out that music. And we're just going to sit here on this chair and slowly but surely wait. Now, I'm not saying that long distance relationships aren't painful in the way of like having to wait to meet this person or having to wait to this FaceTime. Very difficult. Guys, I'm not advocating that long distance relationship is easy, wrong, false. It is hard. 
long distance relationships are hard. That's something that we both agree on. Very difficult. But there are some people that are worth the wait. And now I don't know what our viewers think, but I believe that there is someone for everyone. And that could be your someone. Guys, do we really want to, you know, mess with destiny? Yeah. I think not. I mean, one thing is for sure. I think that the more time you have in an already established relationship, if anything happens where unfortunately someone, you know, one of you has to go somewhere, whether it's for career, whether it's for, you know, an emergency, maybe like a familial emergency, anything like that, where the two must separate. In that sort of situation, I feel like the chance of success drastically increases um, for a couple that's been together for two, three years and then are forced to, unfortunately, continue the relationship apart compared to a couple who they're just 100% long distance. They've never, they didn't initiate the relationship, um, you know, in person before. I feel like for those people that have time in the game, your chances of success definitely increases. Believe that. So again, I I don't necessarily think that long distance long distance relationships are a total failure. I just think that the less time you have in the relationship in person, then the higher the chance of failure, honestly. Like what do you think about that? Okay. Hmm. Like, for example, me and you have been together for a long time, right? Yes. Six plus years. So if for whatever reason, you know, I had to move to California, like let's use the same example we've been going with, the LA and New York example. If I had to move to California, let's say due to my career, right? Being that we have so much time together, We've already established a very strong bond over this time period, right? Yes. We we have great communication. Obviously, we've met each other's family. Like, we're very invested at this point, right? Okay. It, it goes beyond just you and I. Because now our families are involved, right? Yes. Friends are involved. So, in a situation like this, it's a higher chance of success because I know what I have to lose and you know what you have to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to take this L and do whatever you got to do for however long that is going to take until you and I get back together. Right. I'm going to hold on for dear life. Exactly. Right. But, you know, in a brand new long distance only relationship, it's very, to me in my head, it's very easy to think of someone just getting tired of it and being like, you know what? You know, I'm never going to see this person. Like, this person lives in Central America. And due to my circumstances, there's no way I can go there anytime soon. And, you know, due to this person's circumstances, they can't get here at all. You know, it's like a lot of different situations that we can talk about. But 
my general point is that it's just super unlikely. Very unlikely. 100. But the more time you have in, the higher the chance of success. Yeah. Unless that initial spark blows you out of the water, which is possible. Yeah, that is possible. Because anything is possible. As words to Kevin Garnett. Anything's possible! Right. Also, guys, I just want to mention, did you see how he just tried to play our relationship? He said he said six plus years. It's seven plus, technically, guys. Fam. Don't let him do this to Fam. me. Fam. Do not up. let nah. him do this to me, guys. What? Nah. Yes. Bro, what are you talking about? Fam, man? what this six plus mean? No, I don't like it. Six plus nah. means. No. Six? No. You're not. Seven, eight, nine, no. ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Like, no. What are you it talking about? It sounds nasty. It's seven right, plus. Because technically, it's seven years and a month. So that could be the plus. The plus could be the month. All right? I'm not going to have you, you know. Yeah, you're no, right. Right. Six and one month. No. Six and two months. No. Six and three no. months. Six and four. Six, six plus. Six and 12 months. You might as well, you plus, might as well say seven. It, it's the same thing no, as it's saying. No, nope. let's, nope. let's, let's bring it to math. It's the same thing as saying, you know, six greater than or equal to. No. Six plus. No, I didn't like it. Guys, I didn't like it. What? That's right. what I said. Whatever. Seven plus. But you got the point. All right. So what do you think in regards to what I mentioned with like certain relationships having an extended period of time together? And then oh, yeah. due to circumstances, you know, whatever they may be, you know, unfortunately, they have to become long distance. Well, of course, guys. Yes, of course. They will have the likeliness to, you know, make it. They have better odds. They have the better chances because yeah. they've had that physical, that physical connection. They've seen each other in person. They've held each other's hand. Bro. They've kissed. It, it all makes a difference, like you said. So, yeah, I agree that those people who've already met and or have been in long relationships for two, three years, of course they're more likely to make it. They've already established that connection that is so important, which takes me back to why it's important for that spark to either be or not be there when you slide into someone's DM. So it, let me stop you right there. So sushi for dinner. What is your advice to our listeners who are in this sort of situation? Because I don't want to like I don't want to shit on their hopes and dreams of their long-distance relationships. Like, I just keep it all the way a thousand with people. I mean, it is what I think. But for those that are going through a long-distance relationship, like we discussed, either in the first scenario where it was 100% long-distance or in the second scenario where it started off in person and then became long-distance, like, what is your advice to the listeners on how to make a long-distance relationship succeed. Guys, hold on. That's the main thing right there. You better hold on. If you want this person and you want to make it work, you hold on to dear life. Yeah. Okay? And the likeliness that it will work is high because you're giving it 125%. You're giving it your all. 
you're putting everything that you've got, your your love, your time, your emotion, ev- everything that you have, you have to give this person if you want this long distance relationship to work. Yeah. Just like in a regular relationship, you want to put in the time, the love, the affection. You want to take them out. You want to do special things for them. You have to enhance that. You have to double whatever you would normally do in your everyday seeing the person relationship and put that on to your long distance relationship. Believe that. And, you know, with listening to you give out that advice, it made me think about how tricky it is because, you know, just I think it was like last episode. Yeah, last episode we were talking about clinginess. And it's delicate because in a long-distance relationship, being that you aren't having that face-to-face connection, it kind of makes you want to hit that person up more via text. It makes you want to call them more, FaceTime them more, you know, just check up on them more than you probably normally would, only because you probably want to, like supplement or like make up for for the lack of for the lack of that face to face connection you know what i mean but the reason i say is delicate is because depending on who you're dealing with they might not like that so agreed and it kind of boils down to the clingy conversation that we were having some people might find it to be very very clingy even though that other person's intentions are pure you know hey let me just continue to text this individual just because I want them to know that I'm thinking about them and that I care, you know? And I'm not able to show it in person. So the best thing that I can do is just show it through my phone. Show it through text, you know what I mean? Show it through social media. Right, but in establishing that connection, you get to know someone. So I feel like it's important to ask questions like, you know, what are what are your boundaries? What do you feel comfortable with? What don't you? If you're not asking those questions, guys, you will maybe seem like a clinger, like a five... A clingy person. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So it's... This brings me to this point. It's important to ask all these types of questions. Even though it may not have anything to do with your relationship right now, Let's, you know, say that one of you had to go abroad for a year. You already know because you should have already asked. You guys have been together however long. You should know how they feel about, you know, consistent texting, FaceTiming all the time. You know, you should have heard the other person. You should keep that in mind if there's anything like that. Definitely. And... It, it boils down to your number one rule in relationships, period, which is just communication. That's kind of like the golden rule. It's like the number one thing that is the most reliable thing to let you know whether things are working or things are not working. You know what I mean? 100%. Talk, you got to talk to this person. So to make it work, in my opinion, my advice Maintain an open line of communication. Definitely, definitely let that person know that you miss them. Let that person know that you can't wait to see them. Because 
it's much more important in a long distance in a long distance relationship, in my opinion, because you have to let them know that your interest is still there. And now that we're on this topic, really quick, I just want to mention if you and this has to do with another marker that we mentioned, honesty. Guys, you want to be honest. If you feel you can't make it work, don't be scared to break up with that person. There is nothing, nothing, guys, nothing worse than wasting someone's time. Oh, man. Everyone's time is valuable. Look, if you feel your time is valuable, remember that that person feels the same way. Everyone's time is valuable. Yeah. Look, man, time is the most, the most valuable resource that we have as human beings on this planet just because time is limited. Believe that. You know what I mean? Um, money, you can spend it. You can get it right back. So that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? But time is the most important thing that I value personally. So I can only imagine like for me to be talking to somebody and then them pretty much just dragging me along. You know what I mean? Like that would suck if I'm talking to somebody and then the whole time after a couple months of talking, they're just like, you know what? I'm not really feeling them no more. But like for lack of... I don't know, maybe confidence or desire. They just don't end it. They kind of just drag slowly me along. let it wean out. Yeah. yeah absolutely like keep, not, guys. Keep it a buck. Like keep it real. Keep it 100. 100. Keep it honest. If you're not feeling it no more, just let that person know so they can move on with their lives and you can move on with yours. So yeah, Sage, that was a really good point. Um at the end of the day, one more time. Time is the most valuable resource. Yeah. You spend time to make money. Think about that. Tell. You spend time to make money. You can spend money, get it right back. It's no big deal. But time is like the only resource that you spend and you can't get it right back. So definitely do not waste anybody's time for sure. And that again ties into last week's episode as well. It does. Ghosting. So, um, with that being said, I think we can culminate this segment of our topics. I think that we have fully covered long distance relationships and whether they can or cannot work. And the advice that we can give you if you are in a long distance relationship. Definitely. I mean, the point is, if... You're in a newly long-distance relationship, a newly established long-distance relationship. The success rate, unfortunately, is slim, just keeping it real. But it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It could definitely still work out in the end. You just need to know what you want. They just need to be on board. And you need to maintain that line of communication and continue to show interest in one another. The more time you have together if, you know, one thing leads to another and unfortunately an in-person relationship is forced to be rendered a long-distance relationship, the success rate goes higher, you know, but you still need to continue to maintain to do those same things that I just mentioned. It's just that if you slip up a little bit, it's 
more more than likely gonna be okay. Like if you probably don't hit that person up as much as they would want, you know, little shit like that. Just because at the end of the day, you guys have time together. You guys have a history together. So you won't be so quick to throw it out. Right. You guys are locked in. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, we will now be discussing our viewer question. Okay. So one of our viewers had the question of, if he or she proposes to their partner and the partner says no, is the relationship over? Over. Mm. Over. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> the relationship, in my opinion, is not done. But it depends on several factors. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Already, I agree. I'm following. Okay. So, here's an example. If the significant other had no idea that this was coming to them. I'm legally blind. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I'm done. Yeah, if, this, if you have never told your significant other that you see a future with them, you want to get engaged, you want to build a life if you haven't had those important conversations and out of nowhere you get on one knee, woman or man, yep. and you think that your partner's going to say yes and they say no, guys, that's valid. Oh that negative God. is valid. You know, she's right. Yeah. She's right. I mean, if you haven't talked about it, you don't know what this person is thinking. My thing is this, though. All right? I agree with you. But my thing is this. Even if you did talk about it and that person is just like, let's say, not mentally ready, but you don't know it yet and you did already talk about and you do know that that person, you know, someday wants to get married, right? My whole shit is this. If I, if I get down on one knee... Right? And you you ever seen like those videos of the people who propose, like let's say in a stadium or like in front of a huge crowd, and then the partner just runs off into the into the distance, like they're just gone with the wind. I honestly haven't seen that. You never seen that? You will have to show me now. Fam, if I propose to you and the answer is no, do not run track. <laughs> All right, you are not Usain Bolt. <laughs> it's an automatic dub at yeah. that point. So if I run, fam, fam, believe that. What if I'm overwhelmed with um, feelings? What if my emotions take over? And you know, I'm a track runner, fam. I am a track runner, and. My emotions just take over me. I gotta, I gotta run away. People, That's all I know about. People, hold up. Do not run away from your problems. Face them. All right. Face them head first. Look, fam. <laughs> okay, guys, wait, hold on. I agree. Uh, I, I do. Somebody agree. did this. I'm just. <laughs> Look, man. Somebody, somebody has done that shit. I'm sure they and have. And let me tell you, if you're listening. You foul. Believe that. If you were proposed to and you ran on somebody, 
You foul, man. You shouldn't do that. You but shouldn't do that. Does that also include if you proposed and I said no and then run? Is that... What is... Fam, if the answer's no, extend your arm out, grab me by the by the wrist, and just tell me, like, yo, you know, Brian, man, that's, it's going to be a no. And help my ass up off my knee. Come. All right? And then... We're going to talk about it. You know, we're going to walk off together. You know, the crowd is probably going to be laughing. Some people are going to feel sad. But the point is, you didn't leave me there by myself to face that, you know, the criticism alone. Like, you didn't leave me out in the fire. Like, you at least, look, it's going to be a no for me. And I'll tell you why. Like, we'll talk about it. Right. So you're embarrassed, but... Because yeah, I've like, stayed don't, and helped you. And fam, do not run, bruh. You got me on the jumbotron, man. I took you to the Yankees game. I took you to 161. We we had a Yankees versus Boston game. I'm getting down on one knee. We on the jumbotron. You know what I'm saying? Fresh off the kiss cam. And we got this sold out stadium looking at me proposing to you. And your first instinct is to take your hands, cover your face, and then just do a 180 and run. And okay, I'm just I dead. See. Like, Absolutely unacceptable. That's OD, fam. Yeah. That's OD. It's one thing, though, in that same situation, if you just look, like, if you just say no, you help me up, and you're like, you know, it's going to be a no. Let's talk about it. At that point... Then y'all both step off to the side together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both, you know, probably head to the back because that's going to be, that's going to be, that's going to need to be a talk after that, right? Believe that. So at that point, we both leave together. You're not embarrassing me. We good. You know, at that point, we could talk about it. Right. I'm of the mindset that if you propose to a woman and the woman says no, it does not necessarily mean it's the end of the relationship. It just depends in the fashion in which she rejected you and how you take it. Because I do understand that not all men are the same. Me personally, I wouldn't take it personal. I would just be like, damn, you know, I chose the wrong time, I guess. I, You know, false signals, like, you know, I probably got it wrong. You know, I thought this was the move and apparently it wasn't. But that's something that you could definitely... Talk to someone and come back and from. come back from yes, absolutely. Especially if you, if you have a lot of love for that person, you know what I mean. A hundred percent. But you know, on this topic, guys, to avoid this situation, avoid. You want to avoid this. What you can do is talk and communicate to your significant other. This way, you don't end up on World Star. Like people we have seen. And if you've communicated and talked up and down and they knew you were going to do this and say no, I just want you to know that it's not your fault and the other person may or not be crazy. Facts. That happens. Yeah. You know, some I do of the agree. Things- like if, 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 if that was never talked about before, you know, for all, for all you, for all you know, you know, that person that was getting proposed to never had plans on it. And right. That's a very ballsy move that if person you've never, asking, never spoken knew. about it. 
Yeah, so at that point, you can't really fault the 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 person saying no. But again, how you say no makes a difference. Makes a difference for sure. Absolutely. Just like in an argument, how you talk to your significant other makes a difference as to how the argument is going to go, guys. Respect. That's what it is. Respect the person that is on one knee. Give them the respect that they deserve. 100. Yeah. Pick that person up and move on to the side. So, yeah, I mean, like, it really depends, you know, to that to that listener. It really depends, honestly. In the in the matter in which the rejection happened, that's really what it boils down to me personally. Because if you didn't talk about it, then you fucked up. The person asking, you fucked up. You know, you overlooked it. You thought this is what they wanted. For all you know, they didn't want it. And even if you did talk about it, um, and they still say no, it depends how they reject you, honestly. It depends how they say no and if they do some embarrassing shit or some fucked up shit. Agreed. And that's that. Yeah. So that's going to be it for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Guys, we missed you. We missed you guys so much. Facts, facts. Miss talking to the people. A lot of people, as I said at the top of this thing, were very upset, but it's all good. It was just a little situation we had to take care of, but that's behind us now. Um... Please, people, continue to hit us up on social media at 4InfinityPod on Instagram, Twitter. Continue to DM us. Continue to message us questions. Email us questions. And we'll continue to answer them as well as providing our own topics that me and Sager want to talk about and get into. Um, so without further ado, I am Walking Saint. And I am Sushi for Dinner. Sushi for Dinner. <laughs> Point is... I'm Brian. This is Sager for Infinity Podcast. We're out. Peace. Thank you for listening.